Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach, and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Tea Live. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day. So today we're going to be talking about perfectionism in the healing world, as well as non-attachment and how this shows up on a healing journey because this is something that I have noticed both within my own journey as well as my clients. And perfectionism is a sneaky motherfucker, like real sneaky. So I want to start us off with a grounding breath. I would love for anyone who's attending live to drop any questions in the comments. And let's start with just a grounding breath. So if you're able to putting your hand over your heart, and maybe one over your abdomen or your leg. And starting with a big, deep inhale. And slowly release. Just noticing how your breath feels in this moment. And let's do two more. And one more. And just noticing any thoughts, any emotions, any sensations. Noticing anything at all and then returning back to the breath, knowing you can always come home to your breath. And maybe gently waking the body up by taking any small organic movement that the body might need, maybe some neck rolls for some side stretches. I just came from bar class and I am fucking sore as shit from the last bar class. And now I just did another one. So I'm just going to be sore for a while, but that's okay. My body feels good. All right. Um, I can't decide if I want to wear these blue light glasses because they're a little like, um, schmutzy. Like I keep trying to clean them, but <laughs> so it's a little blurry, but that's okay. Got to protect thy eyes. So where to begin? perfectionism on a healing journey. So as we hear many, many times in the healing world, healing is not linear. So what does this mean? It means that we are going to have wounds come up from childhood that we are going to tend to, going to reparent little us, we're going to process the pain that comes with those wounds. And then we're going to feel, if you're processing and actually feeling in your body, you may feel a shift. You may feel that pain release out of your body. And you're like, all right, amazing. I processed it. My body feels lighter. I'm feeling clearer. Life is good again. <laughs> and then you move on with your life. And it could be days. It could be weeks. It could be months. It could be years. Probably not years, but maybe. And something else is going to trigger that same wound. And then that same pain is going to come up again. And you're like, well, wait, I thought I just processed this. Like, why is this coming up again? And then we shame ourselves. We get impatient with ourselves. We just feel defeated. We're like, oh, I thought I already healed this and now it's back. What's going on? And we make meaning 
we attach on to stories, we attach on to outcomes. We are attachment-based creatures. We are brilliant at attaching onto everything. So the issue with attaching onto everything in life, in healing, in your expansion, and creating a life beyond your wildest dreams is that <clears throat> it gives you this false perception that you are actually in control of those outcomes. Now, don't get me wrong. There are so many things that are in our power. The main thing being how we relate to what is out of our control, which is like 99%. And then that 1% of what's in our power is how we're relating to the 99% of life that happens. And when you are able to shift from <clears throat> life is happening to me to life is happening for me and understanding that the universe is literally perfect. And when I say perfect, it just means that the universe will always give us what we need, not what we want, what we need to heal so that we can feel safe in our bodies, so that we can actually create the vision for our lives. Because that is the whole damn point of this healing journey. It's not to torture ourselves. It's not to suffer. It's to literally not suffer. It's that the more that we avoid our pain, the more we suffer. And so... This past week, I had a wound come up. Now, this is not a wound that is new. It is a wound that I'm very familiar with. It is one that I have processed a lot. It is a wound that had showed up and actually led me to my deepest layer of healing some of these BPD symptoms that I've shared with you guys about, my deep, deep, deep fear of abandonment, where I would project onto people instead of actually looking at like, holy shit, I feel so much shame around the behavior that I'm relating to my close people with. And it showed up again. Now, our human minds are going to want to try and make sense of this. Why is this showing up again? Why I thought we were past this. You know, I didn't, I thought I reached the deepest layer as if there is a deepest layer to reach, right? As if there's a destination on this healing journey. There is no destination. The destination is the ability to feel safe, to be in each present moment with whatever comes up in each present moment, meaning that one moment you might be feeling immense gratitude. The next moment you might be feeling immense joy. The next moment you might be feeling immense anger. The next moment you might be feeling immense sadness and pain. The next moment you might be feeling immense shame. Each moment is going to look differently. That's kind of the whole point of being a human being is that we feel a range of emotions. And that is such a gift. And I know it doesn't always feel like a gift when you are riddled with pain and shame and anger and sadness and those what society labels as negative emotions, which I call bullshit on that because they're not negative. They're literally what makes us feel alive. And if you're feeling pain around something, that means you are a human. That means you are living in, your soul is living in this human body, experiencing this, this human life. And the deeper that we're able to feel safe to feel our pain, the deeper we are able to experience joy, freedom, abundance, bliss, gratitude on the other side. And so when this wound came up for me again, well, let me backtrack. When this wound first came up in a deeper way and it really felt like it shifted, like I've shared this with you guys before in past episodes of like, I fully have healed these symptoms. And that's how it felt for a few months. Like 
the symptoms were gone. They were, we literally named the symptoms Bertha. And and so sorry if there's any Bertha's listening to this, but we were like, Bertha has died. And it was literally the most free I've ever felt in my life. It was the most securely attached I've ever felt in my life. It was the most in my power I've ever felt in my life. And I want everyone to feel that free, everyone to feel that safe. But the first thing I said to my mentor when this first round of deeply healing this, and of course it's a compound effect. So it's not just like one round and then we're done. It's like this compound effect of all the healing work that I had been doing, it led up to this big trigger. And then that trigger allowed this wound to shift and it did. And it was fucking powerful and magical. And the first thing I said was, I'm not going to attach on to this saying that it's never going to come back or I'm never going to feel this way again, or these symptoms are gone forever because that is me trying to control the process. That is me trying to um, be perfect uh, or what my brain, you know, conceptualizes as uh, like healing perfectly of like, okay, I healed and now everything's perfect. It's like, no, (laughs) that's not how it works. And so when healing is not linear, it just means that these, we can't control if these triggers, these same wounds come up again, because they will. But the beautiful part about every time it comes up is that even though it's so immensely painful, we get to choose how to relate to it in a different way than the time before. And so this time I related to it differently, partially. And then there were old behaviors that also came back. And I had to be with the shame of that because these behaviors are where control comes up, where perfectionism comes up, where overthinking comes up, where um, projecting comes up. And it can be really, really painful for the person that's receiving it on the other end. And I can relate to this because I've also been on the receiving end of someone who's projecting and controlling. It's kind of part of my job, you know, when clients project onto me. I also am a fifth line in human design. So I'm meant to be a walking trigger and have people project onto me. So I know how it feels on the other side. And I know how it feels on the side of actually being the one to project. And so why do we project as humans? We will do anything to avoid feeling deep shame because that shame literally feels like we are going to die. And so when we bring in this theme of perfectionism, it's looking at okay, why would we be relating to our healing journey from a place of perfectionism? Because perfectionism is a protector that has kept you safe. It it doesn't actually keep you safe, but it's this false perception of safety. It helps you feel safe in avoiding shame, in avoiding... (laughs) My earring just came off. Where did the bag go? Oh no, I lost the back. So sad. Um, in avoiding <laughs> fear, in avoiding all of the painful emotions that we don't want to feel. All right. I guess this earring is gone. <laughs> I just love how I'm talking about perfectionism and it's like, I'm just going to rock one earring. <laughs> Because I don't have to be perfect. Anyway, uh, (laughs) this is the new trend, guys. (laughs) Okay, 
Let's focus. I can really crack myself up. So if I let myself get distracted, I'll woo. All right, focusing. <laughs> okay, so we will avoid <laughs> feeling shame. We will avoid feeling fear. We will avoid feeling pain. I'm too distracted. I'm taking the other ear off. <laughs> Guys, I fucking crack myself up. It's like I used to get kicked out of class as a kid for having laughing attacks. Like my best friend and I would literally have laughing attacks where we couldn't even look at each other without laughing. And my math teacher literally had to ask us to leave. Like it was so fucking embarrassing. But like the laughing attacks are real. <laughs> anyway okay refocusing let me just take a breath <laughs> okay so where was I we were talking about perfectionism as a protector against shame fear all the things I also just love how my podcast is probably the most unfiltered podcast slash morning tea lives that you literally will ever find on the internet. Like, I think most people would edit that part out, right? Is that what people do? They like edit the shit out. And I'm like, who is the time or energy for that? I mean, you know, all the power to you. If, if you feel like that's your jam, no judgment, no shame. But like, I just think it's, I think it's fun to relate on a human level, just like human shit happening. It's like that time that Beyonce sneezed during the concert I saw her in, and it was all over the news. Like Beyonce sneezed. She's human. And it's like, yeah, she's human. <laughs> anyway, I digress as I do sometimes. So thank you for your patience. And I hope you enjoy my stream of consciousness. Okay. So perfectionism comes in. It protects us against those emotions. And we then make all this meaning of like, well, I thought I was doing better. I thought I was healed. I thought blah, 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 blah. And so the first thing when this wound came up again and I got fucking triggered as shit and literally, even though, even my awareness of it was so different because I got triggered and I was like, okay, how do I actually feel right now? And I was like, I think I still feel pain around this. And it's this, it's this balance of like, Sometimes our body is addicted to the pain, the hormones of that stress and that, and that pain and that sadness, because that feels safer than actually fucking feeling joy and gratitude and just desire all the day, all day and pleasure and all that good stuff. But it's like this balance of, am I bypassing by thinking I'm actually okay? Or am I still feeling pain around this? And I'm thinking that I shouldn't feel pain because I already processed this. And so it's this very tricky balance of like allowing ourselves to feel the pain of the wound get, that gets triggered while also not attaching on to the pain, not attaching on to these stories of like, we should be healed already, or this shouldn't be coming up, or why is this back? Or, but just allowing it to be what it is and trusting that you know, I like to imagine an onion, trusting that every time the same trigger comes up, the same wound, and you relate differently, you're peeling back those layers, you're peeling back those layers, you're peeling back those layers, and each time gets a little softer, a little lighter, a little less painful, 
because think about it, you guys, these have been hardwired in your nervous systems, literally for your whole entire lives. And so it's not going to just be, oh, I got triggered once from it. And all of a sudden I don't have a fear of abandonment. But the key here is you can have the awareness because that's always the first step. That's why I named my program insight because you have to have the insight and the awareness as your starting point. You can have all the awareness in the world and it's a big and that wound coming up, that trigger coming up does not excuse the behaviors that are associated with it because you are going to want to justify your behaviors. You're projecting, you're yelling, you're saying mean things, you're blaming someone that's not to be blamed, like whatever it is, whatever your behavior is, mine personally has always been projecting because it's so sneaky and unconscious that like, even when I'm not meaning to project, it's almost like my inner child comes out and little me feels so angry and neglected that I'm like, well, I'm mad at you for not watching my Instagram stories or I'm blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, but that person doesn't actually have to watch my Instagram stories. That person doesn't actually have to do what little me is angry at her for doing, right? And so look at whatever those behaviors are for you when you get triggered. For some people, it goes into this like immense rage where they're just like raging and they're angry and they're yelling at the person. And so... Yes, we want to have compassion. We want to have gentleness for ourselves. We want to have deep understanding of where that's coming from. And we want to hold ourselves accountable and be radically honest about the fact that it's time to recondition, de-uncondition. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It's time to decondition that conditioning and rewire, relate differently. And so this weekend... <laughs> When I was triggered, it fucking felt so awful. It was like, oh my God, like I remember what this feels like, but it's been a while since I felt that way. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this way again. Like I thought we were done with this shit. And then it came back again. And I was like, why is it back? And then I was like, okay, it's because I got triggered. It's because the same thing that triggered me before triggered me again. And it's just happening for me. And so part of it was just being with the pain and being really honest about what was happening for myself. And then another part of it was noticing where I was suffering, where I was in my head, where I was um, energetically projecting, even if I didn't like, you know, even if I didn't like mean to or want to, but like energetically little me was like, I just want to be saved. And really looking at how did I relate to that? And I think the tricky part is when you are in that state of little you coming out, when you are in that state where you feel that fear of abandonment or that shame or the pain or whatever's coming up for you, your perfectionism will come out. Your control will come out because it feels so fucking awful. Like it feels so fucking awful. I can't even explain it. It feels so fucking awful to be in that position where you feel like your safety is dependent on another person's behavior, words, actions, like becoming a fully sovereign being, a fully securely attached being means that even if a person that you're close to does something that hurts you, that you feel safe to be with the pain, but that you don't need to project blame, um, 
let your inner child throw a temper tantrum. Like you always have the power of how am I going to relate to this? And I get how hard that is when you're in that state of your inner child coming out because it feels like your body goes into full on survival mode. Your body actually does go, go into full on survival mode. And so it's this battle of like your body's in survival mode, but then your head is telling you that like, it's okay and you're safe and da da da. But then your body's like, no, I'm not safe. And so it's like this disconnect. And that's why so much of healing is really the mind body connection. It's like the mind and body working together as a team and showing your nervous system, we are safe over and over and over again. And you can go from safety one moment to then getting triggered the next moment. It's a real fun, wild ride. <laughs> but the point is, is that the more that you allow these triggers to um, bring up the pain and the feelings that need to be felt to be healed, that's why this podcast is called Feel It to Feel It, the more that you will allow that to shift on a cellular level. And it doesn't mean we have to attach on to that and be like, okay, now I'm perfect. Now I'm better. It's like, it's not about being perfect and you trying to pretend that you can never do something wrong. Are you trying to pretend that your behavior wasn't shitty or are you trying to pretend that your inner child didn't just take over? That is all perfectionism. That is all shame. That is all you thinking that you need to, um, like do the healing process perfectly of like, okay, like. I felt my feelings and I meditated and I sat with it and I related perfectly. And it's like, we're fucking messy. Healing is messy. It's the messiest thing. If you're really in a deep healing journey, healing is one of the messiest experiences you will ever experience because it's literally like you're breaking out of this old version of you and stepping into a new version, but then it pulls you back to the old version and then you're going into the new version and it's like this battle within yourself of like okay I am my adult self and I can see when little me is coming out and I can do everything in my power to tend to her but sometimes those wounds are so fucking strong that you're not going to relate perfectly there is no perfect it's just learning and learning again and learning some more and learning even again and again and again so that each time you're moving the needle forward because growth is linear. Like, so imagine this is growth Ooh, and then healing is like, okay, let's see how I do this. So growth and then healing is like, Ooh. does that help? <laughs> I'm a very visual person. So it's like growth. You're just in the moving car. The car is moving forward. You are always growing, always evolving. And then within that car, there's some chaos in the engine. Ooh, that is healing. And so when we attach onto this outcome of like, well, I didn't do this perfectly, that is part of your healing is looking at where are you trying to be perfectionistic around your healing rather than allowing yourself to be with shame. We cannot avoid shame. And as I always talk about the practice here for all of us as humans is being with shame without making it mean anything about us because shame will make us feel not good enough, wrong. And sometimes we are wrong and we just have to own that and be like, yeah, I fucked up. I was wrong. I had to apologize to someone today because I was wrong. I fucking projected and I owned that. And yeah, does that bring up shame for me? Fuck yes, I'm a human. I feel shame all the fucking time. And we have to just feel it. 
but it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It doesn't mean you're any less loved or cared for. It doesn't mean that you have to go hide in a hole. <laughs> Sometimes shame makes us want to hide in a hole. We don't want to be seen. We want to hide. And the more that we can slowly come out of hiding and talk about that, this is why I talk so openly about this stuff. This is why I share with you guys when I fuck up. This is why I share with you guys when I had little Ray, my inner child, come out and throw a temper tantrum because we have to stop hiding in shame. We have to put it all out there, push it to the light, have ourselves be witnessed by other people and realize like we're just human. And that doesn't excuse the behavior, but we can be compassionate with ourselves and radically honest with ourselves. We can feel the pain and not attach onto the pain. We can have a goal of shifting the wound further without attaching onto, well, this needs to be the last time that this wound comes up because we can't control that. And all we can do is let ourselves be imperfect humans, get radically honest with ourselves around what's happening take ownership over our part. And maybe that involves an apology like it did for me. Or maybe it just maybe it just involves you really looking at, okay, how did I relate to this? And how do I want to be relating to this? And how can I take steps towards bridging the gap of where I'm at currently and where I want to be? And so I learned a lot from this past week, right? Of like the things that, the ways in which I did relate differently and the ways in which I want to continue relating differently. And there's no expectation of this is going to go perfectly. Because again, we are human. And the more we try and pretend that we have to be perfect or we have to control everything, that is just keeping you stuck and suffering. That is your old nervous system wiring. And how do we rewire a system? Literally every single moment we are rewiring. The moment that you choose to take a deep breath like just right now, I, I related differently. Back in the day in middle school, I would have fucking gotten kicked out of class for laughing, having a laughing attack. Right now, I just had to take a few breaths and come back to myself. And now I want to laugh again. <laughs> it's like the day-to-day -day moments. Every time you want to project and instead you come home to yourself. Every time you want to scream and instead you take a deep breath. Like it's in those day-to-day -day moments and it's not going to be perfect. I can say that a million times. Like, I really want that to land for you guys. It's not going to be perfect. You are going to fuck up. And the best thing that you can do is just be honest about it. Because when you're honest about it, you allow the shame to lessen its power. Shame is here for a reason. It tries to protect us. It lets us know when we've done something wrong, which is a good thing because that's how we learn from it. But it doesn't have to mean anything about you. And so when it comes to perfectionism and attaching onto these outcomes of I have to relate this way, because it's sneaky, right? Like if you struggle with perfectionism with relationships, with work, with, you know, anything in life, it's going to show up on a healing journey as well. Because you're going to be like, okay, I'm learning how to heal these wounds. I have to get in my body. I have to take deep breaths. I have to reparent my inner child. I have to relate differently. Check, check, check. Okay, I did all the above. Now I'm perfect. And it's like, no, <laughs> there's no such thing. Perfectionism is literally the biggest lie that society has sold us. There is no such thing as perfect. Like actually, it's made up. 
think about how often we live our lives revolved around made up concepts that society constructed. And we are society. We are responsible for that. Society is not this like God in the sky. Society is literally us collectively as humans and the way in which we relate to each other. And so if we are the ones that created all this bullshit of like perfectionism and this idea that we can actually control anything and all the other crazy shit that we make up as humans, we also have the power to unmake that up and to actually deconstruct what perfectionism is because it literally doesn't even exist. It's all an illusion. It's all of a subjective opinion of like, oh, that's perfect. That's not perfect. And it all ties back to the core wounds of you just wanting to feel safe, you wanting to feel accepted, you wanting to feel loved, you wanting to feel attuned to. And that is all little you. Because adult highest self, most powerful you knows that there's no such thing as perfectionism. And all you can do is get honest with yourself, be with the shame that comes up, not make it mean anything about you, but also being honest if you are making it mean something about you. Like this past week, I was making a lot of meaning and consciously I was like, well, I know that's not true, but energetically I was making a lot of meaning. And there are times where I still make meaning and I have to just look at that and continually shift into that doesn't actually mean that. That's just stories in my head that come from my trauma. So we can't let our trauma run our lives. We have to get so honest with ourselves and we have to allow ourselves to rewire, to reparent, to recondition in a way that's actually going to serve us. Because for as long as we're like, oh, well, that's just my wound. And this was, you know, if we use it as an excuse, that's not actually healing. That's just perpetuating the cycle of feeling stuck. And so I want you to really look at where does perfectionism show up in your life? And this applies to any of the protectors, but perfectionism just felt a little bit more alive today um, because I think that, I mean, I, I notice it all the time with myself and my clients. It's like, oh, I did it right. And it's like, yes, celebrate, celebrate when you relate differently because that shit's hard, celebrate it. And also don't attach on to, okay, now I'm gonna do it right all the time. It's just learning. It's allowing ourselves to learn and be messy and be imperfect. Get honest with ourselves, be with the shame. Notice if you're making it mean anything and then see if you can help shift that. And we take it one moment at a time and know that when wounds are coming up, it's because there's deeper things to heal and that's okay. That doesn't mean anything about you. It actually makes so much sense. So, let me know if there are any questions. Let me know how this is all landing for you guys. I would love to hear. And let's see if I have anything else to share with the people today. I feel like that's, that's a good place to pause. And if you are a human, that is single, that is ready to really look at the ways in which you're relating to your healing, to your relationships, to your dating life, to your time alone, to building secure attachment. Powerfully Single is starting in two, two weeks, August 4th. So less than two weeks. Yeah. Less than two weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what day is it? I don't even know. 
Um, and it is a five week live program. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so excited for it because this is my heart and soul, like feeling safe to be alone, feeling safe to relate in my dating world from a place of secure attachment and being able to be with the shame of when I don't, because again, I'm human, it's life-changing. And I want everyone to feel that way. I want every single person to feel safe in their bodies, to feel safe to connect to themselves on such a deeper level that we don't, most humans don't even get to that point. And then they die. Like, how sad is that? You know, this is, the life is such a gift. And when we allow it to transform us, we can connect to ourselves in a way that we have never connected before. And when we do that, we allow ourselves to connect to the external world in a completely different way. So if you are single and you are ready to embody your most connected, powerful, secure, enjoyable single self, to learn how to be with the pain, to learn how to change your daily habits, to learn how to show up as your most confident self, Powerfully Single is available at the link in my bio. I would love to have you if it feels aligned. This is going to be such a fun five weeks together. The people that have already joined, it's just, oh, it's lighting me up. It's going to be such a good group. And you will have the replay forever. So if you attend live or if you catch the replay, either way, if you hop in now, the price is 555 and it will be going up to 888. So if you get it now, you'll have any future updates I give to it comes with some meditations, some grounding videos. I'm really going to set you guys up for success in changing your daily habits, changing the way in which you're spending time with yourself and allowing yourself to connect deeper so that if you are ready to go out into the dating world, you can feel safe to relate from your badass, powerful self. So let me know if you guys have any questions. Wonderful. Thank you, Diane. And thank you everyone else who is here live. I love having you guys. Does anyone have any last minute questions before we wrap up? If any questions come up, feel free to DM me. My DMs are always open. And for all my single baddies, come join the party. It's going to be so fucking fun. All right. Healing gets to be fun. It really does painful and it's fun. We hold space for it all in the Rage Kelly coaching world. All right. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful day. Take time to come home to yourself as always and take it one moment at a time because this is a wild ride and it gets to be so fucking transformative. So allow yourself to shift. You are so much more powerful than you know. Love you all so, so much.